Hello and welcome to the We Art One podcast, uniting passions and unleashing potential. Join us on a global journey where each week we showcase some of the most incredible individuals and their remarkable pursuits from across the globe, where we will collaborate together to help build awareness so we can all explore what this amazing world has to offer. Together, we art one. Welcome back to another episode with We Art One. And today I am back again with Mary Curtis. And uh, today we will be discussing um, the subject matter of fear and procrastination and how this can have effect on our everyday lives. So without further ado, I welcome Mary Curtis. Hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, a big subject matter. Indeed. Yeah, something that has plagued me for many years. In many different ways, um, even still today, the occasion of procrastination um, coming in, holding me back, and I just think, why? What am I doing this for? What? 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 What, what, what is? What, what's even holding me back from even just simple things and enjoying nature or going for a walk or, you know, um, yeah, these little things. And I know there's loads of people out there, and there's more likely a lot of listeners out there that do struggle from these things um yeah it's just to 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 make and how well just the idea of this uh, talk is to to raise awareness on these subject matters and how how it can affect us and how we can overcome these with i found that you know when you look at it all of us do procrastinate yeah i remember doing a psychology test and it was, you know, do you ever put off today what you can do tomorrow and i and i got um, roasted for it. And I said, look, you know, I mean, at the time, my children were very small and I said, I don't have time to, to put anything off. So if I don't get it done today, it ain't going to get done because I've got, I had four children, you know, under five years. But in the general scheme of things, we all procrastinate. You know, I had a serious word with myself um, last week because I was waking up, Tony had gone to work and then you know, right, she'll wash up, which I don't like doing. And then she'll have a shower and then shall I do this, shall I do that? And I would do anything. I would start reading or get distracted and I thought, no, this has to stop. Let's get the worst job done, which is washing up. Let's get the washing up done yeah. and then I can crack on with my day, go for a swim, go to the store and go on the beach, you know, go and walk around Fairhaven Lake or... um you know, do something I enjoy doing. But we, we all need to recognise how much we procrastinate because one of the big problems we have is if you don't know that you have a problem, you're going to keep perpetuating it. When you realise you have a problem, then you have a choice to do something about it or not. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's something with, the, with social media, for example, scrolling. Oh, my God. Like, I was... I was fully aware that I was spending a ridiculous amount of time just aimlessly scrolling through mm-hmm. my phone mm-hmm. on social media. Some, some, some of the content, yeah, was inspirational somewhat and educational in, in some respect, but a lot of it was mindful. Wasted time. Yeah, mindful and wasted time. And the effect I actually found that had on my mentality, mm-hmm. it was bringing my mood down because what happens when you are doing that, you're getting a slow release, a, a short, quick fix release of dopamine. Yeah. Yeah, and when you stop, it's almost gone instantly. Yeah. Yeah, you don't feel that happy. So because you like, you almost sit there, I'll sit there panicking. You're not panicking necessarily, but you're thinking what to do next, what to do next. Mm-hmm. I could do that, 
oh, but they, they, it's almost daunting the concept, the pro- prospect of going to the gym or even taking that next step. Even though yeah, I know when I do go to the gym and I come out, I feel amazing. And I don't just feel amazing for like two, three minutes, like, or, or not necessarily like social media does with the short-term fixes do, like eating chocolate or, you know, having done drugs and things like that in the past. When I've gone to the gym, the lasting effect of that challenge and going and doing that lasts so much longer throughout the day. Yeah. And yeah, it's just trying to bat- battle through them, the, those thoughts, those procrastination thoughts that yeah. you think. And it's really challenges if I'm not, yeah. That you just use that word battle through. Yeah. And one of the things we need to be aware of is our language. So certainly as a homeopath, and obviously I do spiritual counseling, hypnotherapy, psychotherapy. Um, the interesting thing is when you say language like that, uh-huh. battle through, yeah. has life always been a battle for you? Um, yeah, probably a lot of a lot of life's probably been a battle. I think it's been a it's been an uphill struggle it's a lot of the time. Don't get me wrong, there's been sometimes where it's been absolutely bliss and amazing. It's been fantastic, yeah. and yeah. so you know I've made the most of them occasions. But yeah, I, I would say so. It's when we look at this on a deeper level. As I said in in other interviews, everything is love or fear. Uh-huh. So when we look at procrastination, is it in the fear bracket or the love bracket? It's fear. Of course. And one of the main things we are programmed within, you know, our human elements, as you were, is to fail. Because it's okay to fail. We're just oh, can't do that. I'm not. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to fail. But actually, when we succeed, then we kind of sometimes can get a false sense of ego if it's not genuine. You know, we, we've succeeded, but maybe for the wrong reasons. Maybe we we're like an influencer, an influencer who's going up picking rubbish on, on that. I've, I've saw a video the other day of this influencer picking up rubbish on the beach, taking loads of pictures, and then actually leaving the rubbish on the beach oh, in a bag. Yeah, and you think, not well, authentic, is no, it? No, that's completely inauthentic. Okay, for- and one of the big things that I would say to any listener out there is look at your own being. Do you feel that life's always been a battle? How aware do you procrastinate? Do you do it all day long? Is it just certain jobs you have to procrastinate with? I mean, obviously, we're renovating the flat at the moment, you know, and it ain't going to do itself. So if I procrastinate, then the job is going to take longer and longer and longer. And then that's going to affect, you know, me, because I'm going to drive myself crazy, potentially. That would affect our relationship, and it could also potentially affect others around you because your mood can change. You can feel, that, and that can exasperate into a multitude of procrastination. You know, one of my best friends is a hoarder, and I said to him, "You know, why don't you just set a timer on your phone every day for an hour?" Because you know he's retired, he can do that. Oh, one thing I would actually suggest. Just- yeah, I suggest to him it's a, it's a Podomoro timer, in actual fact. It's something, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. No, no, I'm not. Um, so a Podomoro timer is a timer that if you are struggling, especially with procrastination, it's, it, it, you can buy, you can get apps, you can pay for them, you can get them for free, or you can actually buy a physical clock. So there's loads of ways you can get one mm. or use one. And it's simply the effect of setting a timer for 25 minutes. Yeah, and being disciplined. And disciplined to work on whatever task it is that you're working on, whether that be your hoarder tidying up and sorting out through some of his stuff yeah. or, you know, doing a task on your, your computer. Yeah. You set yourself at 25 minutes. Now you work hard within, within those 25 minutes. As soon as it hits up, you stop. You give yourself a five minute break and that can be doing anything. It can be sit, have, go make a cup of tea, go to the toilet. 
you know, just breathe, meditate, you know, just relax, rest. And then you continue after that five minutes, you get back on. And what that does is that allows you to have that freedom uh, away from, uh, that break away, sorry, away from the task you're doing. Um, and your concentration, it's been found that your concentration levels after that, you know, you know, once you've taken that five minute break after the time, dramatically increase. And as a productivity point of view, it's fantastic. As from a procrastination point of view, you're actually giving yourself small goals and you, you ultimately, um, praising you, you can ultimately praise yourself for each little win. Really, I've done 25 minutes. How many little 25 minutes have you done? And then once you've done four, you give yourself a half an hour break, go for a decent break. And you worry that, you'll find your day, and I don't know if there's any businessmen or or businesswomen that are are listening to this who employ people, it is a fantastic way to increase productivity and uh, effectively improve the mental well-being of your staff. You know, there's a lot to be said for that because the maximum time we can concentrate is 45 minutes. Very well. And, you know, if you're breaking that into chunks of 25 minutes and having a break, then obviously that's going to help. Your most important asset is your time. People don't realise that. You can't put it on a credit card. When it's gone, it's gone. But if you appreciate your time and you respect your time, then other people will respect your time as well. If you don't respect other people's time, then obviously people... It's a bad point, little boundaries are positive. Exactly. But it also... It boils down to what I said before. If we don't know we have a problem, we're going to keep doing it. Oh. When I recognised how much time I was wasting by procrastinating because I simply didn't want to wash up in the morning, I mean, not talking hours on end, but to me, I can be writing a book, writing a workshop, planning a talk. 20 minutes is a lot of time for me, brainstorming, you know, getting the ideas down there. So the simplicity of just saying, right, I know I don't like washing up, but just get on with it get it done but because the satisfaction of then looking at a clean inside kitchen is amazing is amazing. Think, isn't it? yeah <laughs> you know you actually feel wow look at this i'm now i've got something to appreciate and i feel good and it is good and now i don't need to do that i can go and enjoy my day and what that does it actually takes a lot for me i don't know other people but for me it takes away that anxiety yeah so when i'm going to try and say for example uh me and me and my partner kate we want to go to the cinema or we want to go and do something but say if we've got the house to do all this stuff to I'm not as I'm not way in the now shall we say in that moment as much as I would have been when we do get the house done and dusted and all these other bits and bats that we need to do and, and it, you're always like doing yourself an injustice you're, yeah, you're doing exactly. yourself an injustice you're not being able to experience and love life as much as you would do if you were just to do it and yeah what, what sort of tools and techniques would you say that you've used or that you do use for me, um, just to go back to, you know, um, I mean, all our children are all grown up now, you know, they're all in their 30s, but certainly when they were little, having four in, in such a short period of time, you have to get it done. Mm. You know, you can't leave your children kind of hungry or, you know, you can't not change the nappy or feed them or whatever. So you, you get in the routine of being disciplined. And obviously, we know neurologically that the more we do, the more we get challenged, the more neurons join in the brain. And we can all choose to read, uh, you know, books that are not going to stimulate us, you know, in the right way. Or we could choose to read books on positive mental attitude, law of attraction, um, you know, goals and success and everything else. Now, success doesn't have to mean, you know, being the multimillionaire. It's about being 
Well, it's defining oh, success is for you. It is success in its own. Yeah, success. The, the, to, to define success has to. It's almost perspective based on perspective. My idea of success yeah. is a completely different idea of your. Uh, completely different. Not necessarily completely different. It could be very similar, but it, it's not exactly the same. Your definition of success, my definition, or someone else's definition, yeah. could be completely different. But when you have a determined attitude, you know. Um, there's a beautiful film called The Guardian with Aston Kutcher and uh, Kevin Costner. And it's oh, about the It's one of the best films. It's one of my favourite films. Oh, wow. And me and my son Phil have watched it many times. And Aston Kutcher, without giving the plot away, because it is a beautiful film, wants to become a Coast Guard. And he's a great swimmer, he's a great athlete. And he gets used to the fact that those people are swimming behind him. So he always has number two. He had number two tattooed on his shoulder because they're going to come second. And my son Phil had a number two tattooed on his shoulder. But it's that dedication, dedication to swimming. You might have a dedication to read. You might be an architect and you, you might be studying for a degree, a diploma. You might want to be a better mother. You might want to be a better wife. You might want to be a better chef. And it's just that dedication, dedication, dedication. But when you recognize that your time is your most important asset, when you respect your time, when you make a commitment to something, how many times um, you know, do we say we're going to do a degree or we're going to read a book or we're going to decorate oh, yeah. a room? Or we're going to lose weight. And it's we just, if you fall off, it's the same with Weight Watchers or a Slimming World. You know, if you fall off, you have a bad day, you've eaten, I don't know, two packets of Maltesers or something, just get back on the horse again. Absolutely, yeah. And the only difference is the courage it takes. You know, one of the beautiful things in, in, in the film, again, without giving too much away, is one of the guys has failed at being a Coast Guard before, and he's got the balls to pick himself up and say, I'm going to give it a second shot. You know, how many people do you know? I mean, I did pass my driving test the first time. How many people do well, you know? Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, God, yeah. They always to pick themselves up. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm not going to name names, but the, I know I know some people that have failed eight times and then passed on the nails, for example. Yeah. So they never gave up. They still yeah. went through it and they found a way to pass. So. Yeah. But Asting Sutcher says to this guy in the film, you are better than me. And the guy says, why? You were great swimming. You're great at great, uh, everything. And he went, because you have the courage. You had the courage to come back the second time, the third time. I wouldn't do that. If I fail the first time at becoming a Coast Guard, I'm out the door, I'm gone. And how many times do we do that? We have a choice. You know, one of my granddaughters, God love her, she loves riding horses. And a few months ago, God love her, she fell off. And... She was in hospital because, you know, there was blood in her water and she bruised her kidneys. But the courage she took at nine years old at the time, I think, maybe 10, to get back up on that horse and do it again. And we all praised her. Massive overcoming failure. It's massive overcoming Now, you know, we have to, as parents, watch our children learn to walk. And, you know, the chances are, they're going to bang into a table or fall over. We have to watch them, yep. you know, ladies ride a bike. They're going to be covered in bruises and everything. But the only way to learn is sometimes what we call tough love. But there's an author, Bob Proctor, who yeah, is a genius. 
Yep. You know, I've read so many self-help books. Obviously, I've totally stuffed there over. I listen to you, but me, me and Kate listen to these affirmations in the morning. Just stick them on in the morning or at night yeah. and go to sleep. If you having a problem with procrastination, do something about it. That is the problem. That is the whole thing, is it? We what? procrastinate. My book, The Heart and Soul of Success, you know, you can use that. If you're having a bad day, open it on a page and just work through that. Also, what, what's, that, what's that book called? What's the book called again? It's called The Heart and Soul of Success. Awesome. And um, you can find that on Amazon and your website. website. And your website's Mary Kitsis Healing. Fantastic. You can find me on Facebook. But if you find you're having a problem procrastinating, write down what the problem is. Okay. You know, I love doing, you know, a spider maps where you start off in the centre and then you do like spider's legs and procrastinating about, I don't know, something simple. Silly to say that I'm right. Yeah. Or writing a book. Oh, I've written seven books and people say to me, how did you have the determination to do it? Because it's not just in writing the book. You've then got to edit it. You've then got to design the cover. But my advice to anyone, Anyone who's procrastinating about anything is to identify the problem first. Be aware of how much time you have in the day. How many, how many times do we say, I don't have time to do that? If we want to do something, we will make time. If we want to meet somebody, we will make time. We could all do that, you know? And we all have time if we choose to have time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where you prioritize it. Where you prioritise it, not so. Yeah. Because how many times are we not honest with ourselves? Oh, I, I, I didn't eat three bars of chocolate today. I'll just set one, you know. Um, I only have three potatoes at tea time. Or, well, I did do exercise, you know. But the only person we lie to is ourselves. So procrastination, take the bull by the horns, be honest with yourself, be aware of your time. Write down what time you tend to get up. With my clients, one of the first things I say to them is, how much water do you drink during the day? If you don't drink at least two or three litres a day, you're going to feel sluggish. So you will procrastinate. You know, your brain is going to be like a vinyl record that's stuck going round and round, round and round, round and round. How much physical exercise do you do? Because if you're couch potato, you're going to procrastinate because your physical energy is at moving. You know, we talk about the tea, the, the, uh, the chi, the energy, the tai chi you know, the prana or the key, it's just universal energy. So what we need to do is keep our energy moving, keep our mind active. You know, my grandma and granddad, when they were alive, God bless them, we used to play Scrabble every day. You know, people do Sudoku. Yeah, I do, quiz, I do quizzes, so I like quiz, kiss with the, kiss with the mates and mum actually, yeah, she just sends me a little message and I'll just do a quick quiz with her. I think it's great, actually. Yeah, it's really, these things are really, really, really good. So, you know, it's a you know, if, if people want us to do another podcast on procrastination and how to deal with procrastination and come up with solutions to it, because everybody at some point in the lines faces fear and procrastination. If you read Marianne Williamson, we're not afraid of failing. We just can't, can't do that. But we're terrified of success. Whatever your success is, because like I said, it can be transient. If you've got a pair of shoes on that are killing you, you just want a comfy pair of shoes. Yeah. If you need a toilet, you just want a clean toilet. If you're hungry, you just want to eat something. So success is transient all the time. But success is about inner peace and inner happiness. So the amount of clients, and I'll say, what do you want? You know, they might come to me as a coach or they're feeling fed up. What is it you want? 
I just want to be happy. Okay, well, what does that mean to you? Who do you know who is happy? And they'll go, well, I want the kids to be happy. But children learn from us. So if we're not happy, how are the children going to learn? to be happy. Exactly. So it's about making silence, making silent, reflective time, maybe journaling, take your problems by the horn, okay. and do something about it. And you will find that your procrastination and your fears, identify them. I get fears. I procrastinate an awful lot less than I used to. I don't give fear control like it used to. I'll either go and get some hypnotherapy or do some emotional freedom technique on myself or go for a long walk or have a word with myself or use the ho'oponopono to myself. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry and thank you to me for being sometimes too hard on myself for the times I, I am in fear or for the times I procrastinate. So hopefully that will help the listeners. Perfect. That's what we like to hear. And that's a fantastic end to our podcast with uh, Mary Curtis and uh, the subject fear and procrastination. And if any of our listeners do struggle with any fear and procrastination uh, issues in the time, they can obviously contact uh, either myself or Mary on through her website, um, there's loads of resources that Mary's got on the subject matter and uh, channel as well so yeah I, I myself has also uh, developed my own uh, transformational guide which is a journal which can help with this uh, with goal setting um, you know daily affirmations and keeping motivated throughout the day um, so yeah get in touch if you do and thank you very much for listening we, we are one thank you